thanks for joining Sales with Suli, a mom of three who spent the last 12 summers knocking doors. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things women, the ups and downs of my journey, and what it takes to find success on and off the doors. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, friends, to this week's episode. Uh, it kind of looks a little funny and weird, but there's definitely going to be some gold. I have been trying to get this woman on this show for a while. So any way, shape, or form that we're able to kind of connect and put some of her advice and tips out there, we're definitely going to make it work. But I am super grateful Uh, Again, just for the social media space, and it's where I was able to connect with Amy Spencer and kind of just follow her journey and see what it is that she's kind of accomplished in this space and how exciting that it is. I'm just super grateful that you're making the time in your busy schedule to come and give some feedback to to women in this space. But Amy, tell us a little bit about you and tell us how you got into this space, how long ago, and all the good deeds about you. You bet. Well, first, thank you so much for the intro. You guys are phenomenal. And honestly, I've been trying to get on with a podcast with you guys for a minute. (laughs) I love love what you guys stand for. You guys are super sharp and female empowerment is huge, especially in this industry. So I I am honored to be on this podcast with you guys. Um, Thank you so much, Where do I start? You start from when you first got here. So I want you to tell me like the background about like how long ago you got into door to door and how, first of all, so just your background in the door to door space, like how you got in here and how long ago. Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, um, that's, yeah, this topic is fun for me. (laughs) I actually started about six years ago. Um, I was living in Provo, Utah. Of course. The normal cycle thing. And um, long story short, I came across my friends who were going out to sell pest control in Ohio. And I was like, you know, I have nothing to lose. There's nothing holding me back. I might as well try it. I was in a bind, actually. I came from a small town. I came from um Orem, Utah, if you know where that is. Yes. <laughs> I've got a place there. You know where Orem is? Good. Yes. Oh good. Yeah. I came from a family of six, super competitive family, and we played sports actively. So I was already like in the sales mix. My dad was an he's an entrepreneur and he was okay. in sales too. So I had that background, but I never really put it to the test. And then they're like mm hey, we're going out to Ohio to sell. And I'm like, okay, I've got nothing to lose, right? So I wanted to go to fashion school. I think I've told this story before, but I wanted to go to fashion school. I've never heard it. Oh, you haven't heard it? Okay. So I wanted to go to fashion school, FIT, New York. I looked it up. It was like over 40 grand. And I'm like, this broke young 22-year-old. And I'm like, what am I going to do to get my way into fashion school? Pest control comes about. Everyone does door to door in Utah. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go all in. I'll just try it out. You know, they're talking me into it. They're gonna pay for my housing. I might as well, you give know, see what see what happens. Yeah, give it a shot. So I get out there. I actually came out late. I came out in June. And you were and 22 I at the time. Calling my boss. Yeah, I was 22. Broke, completely broke, you guys, and like so broke that I remember my friend actually offering to pay my rent that was like $200. Really? I love this. Yeah, completely broke. 
I told you I'd be vulnerable. So here we Thank are. You. <laughs> yeah, you bet. So I was completely broke. I get out there and I want to go to fashion school, right? So yeah. I'm like looking up sales tips online. I had worked at a call center prior. Wow. And then I get out there and it's like, my friends are already selling. They've been selling for months. They're doing like today and kind of doing well. So I'm like, okay, I'll go out with them. Okay. And we're getting our face kicked in like completely, obviously. And this I was with Vivid. Pitch out. I remember or practicing. Um, no, this is with a company called Vantage. Oh, with pest control. Oh, okay. With pest control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pest okay. control. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And we were selling for Terminix at the time, actually. Okay. So I get out there and we just start mess. We're like, we suck at this. Like, let's just have fun. It's the last half of the day. So I start making jokes to like all the guys that were kind of savage and like didn't want to talk to us. Okay. And all of a sudden they're like biting way more than they were the whole day. And I'm like, holy cow. I was like, all we have to do is joke around with them and like have fun and they buy from us. It's that easy. So we end up selling six that day, and my friend Holy was like, you're my saving grace. Obviously, she was, like, super stoked about it. Yeah, doing and six freaking accounts. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and the first day. So I yeah. was like, oh, well, this is going amazing. So long story short, I make a goal. I'm like, okay, I sell three a day. Every summer, at least, I can go to fashion school. So I sold three she was my view. like honestly I can't stress out enough like consistency was my my whole foundation like everything I did was about consistency and routine wow. and um how I was the day before so yeah I mean I was ambitious you guys I wanted to take on the world I was 22 I had a chip on my shoulder and I really, really just wanted to make sure that everyone knew my name or at least, you know, I had it. a big enough name to go to fashion school. Yeah. So I was selling three every day. I started to kind of make a mark for myself. People were paying attention a lot more. And I was like, huh, this is actually really cool. I get to better myself through random strangers every day and make money <laughs> doing it. Yeah. How much better does it get? Right. Seriously. So I was like, I got, I got so addicted to it, you guys, that I literally was like, what else can I change about myself? I can be any human I want to be in front of these people and they don't know the difference. So I'm like, okay, I don't like that people gossip back home. I'm going to start working on not gossiping. And I started kind of like doing the opposite of whatever I didn't like. And it created this, I just programmed my brain for success. Let's that's like the best way I can put it. I literally like, I decided consciously, I was like, I'm going to program my brain for success so that naturally my brain just sells three. Naturally, I wake up and want to conquer the world. Naturally, I know how to overcome obstacles because no matter what I do, I'm thinking about a positive outcome, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it got so good and, and it just really peaked so much that I started selling five a day every day. And then everyone's like, what in the world is going on with this girl? She just got here in June and she's out selling everyone. Yeah. Not to mention, I was like totally stuttering the first time I set the pitch. (laughs) So I was like, they're just like, what in the hell? And so I'm not even joking. I made an arch nemesis that summer. 
he the guy who taught me the pitch I'll never forget and I might regret saying this but <laughs> I'll never forget he was like he came up to me after I was selling five and he's like what are you doing he couldn't believe it that you I were selling five yeah, <laughs> every time and he was the one that was like assigned to role play with me and he was probably like oh my hell I'm not doing this but then <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm out selling him. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm just going to the neighborhood you knock in and knocking behind you. What? And I swear to you. I swear to you that I regretted that comment the second it came out of my mouth. Oh, my gosh, all Amy. All of a sudden, this guy's my, guy my new rival and trying to outsell me every day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, my mouth is way too big. Why did I make that savage comment? But it was true, you guys. I was getting assigned the worst areas, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this work. I'm just yeah. going to do whatever I got to do. I actually was getting Ubers at, at one point because I was getting hit on by the car group guy. So I started getting Ubers because I was like, this, no one's going to affect my, no one's going to affect anything. Like, your space, your goal. Like what, like what was behind that? Like Amy, like I've never heard this before and I love it. Like the simple fact at 22 years old, coming from a very competitive family, you get the notion Mm -hmm. into your mind that like, no, no one is going to be affecting me, but like how many people in door to door are talking about their shitty areas or showing up to their managers Uh and you are showing up behind the person who recruited you and outselling him in his areas. Like what, like how did you obtain that mindset? Like what are the steps? Like what came behind you? I'll be raw with you. Like I came from a very complex environment. Like it had, it had abuse. It had a lot of success. I mean, I watched my dad sell a company and, you know, make millions when I was in elementary school and I also watched him completely broke my a lot of my childhood so it was like it was like night and day quite a bit of the time and I grew up in a very tough environment and you know it was like my family was very religious and and I just God was my secret he really was I mean he I, I was so close to God. My dad was the bishop for six years and I, you know, I'm not super religious anymore, but I've always been super about God and super about just the higher power. And it's been my secret sauce the entire way through. Like wow. I've just always known that there's a bigger purpose for me. And um, when you go through a lot in your life, you get to a point where it's like, you know what, what does happiness look like? What can I do to chase that? Like, I know what, I know what all these horrible things can look like. What does happiness look like? And wow. that's what my foundation was built on. I was just like, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I, mean, I like absolutely love friend, that. My friend was offering to pay my rent. That was $200. Like, <laughs> it doesn't get more self-made. Like, no. like yeah, I mean? yeah, no, we have so. like so much, so much in common, like, you know, just coming from yeah. a space where you've seen it, uh, all type of things. And so like that year, how did you end at 22 years old, yeah. starting the that summer year. in June being, you know, coming in after everyone, like you yeah. basically only had like two and a half months of the summer, maybe almost three. Yeah. Uh, how'd that end? So I sold 550 accounts. Oh yeah. my gosh. Starting in freaking June, Amy. Yeah. It was crazy. And honestly, 
honestly, I was beating the whole team by the end of the summer. I was going 10 a day consistently. Holy cow. By the end. Yeah. It was, At 22 um, years old. You, like, girl, I'm telling you, like, if there's any living proof that you can program your brain to do anything, it's me. Like, I've had, if you have no idea what the background has looked like in my personal life coming up, and if you did, you would be like, wow, that's beautiful. It wouldn't be like, I, I've never wanted to be a victim. And everyone goes through so much. Like our generation is struggling in so many ways. Wow. And so many people have a victim mentality. But if you can just wrap your head around the fact that there are so many opportunities, there are so many stepping stones to get to where you want to go. And the only real roadblock is your own personal insecurities and self-sabotage. Then the sky really is the limit. Like, it truly is. And that's what I want people to know. Amy, I cannot wait till we're hanging out in person and getting you in some of these masterminds. Like, (laughs) this is the type of... Uh, things and stories that we should be having in in this space like I remember starting door-to-door in 2008 like listening to your story and just like that need that people feel like you know us women kind of need to compete against each other and all these things but like getting to a point where you realize like okay looking at yourself individually like how many other people can you bring with you like how many other people can you share this with and kind of what I want to get into Uh um and why I was like so intrigued with your story you were the first woman um that I know of or that Sam Taggart um knows of that has done a thousand pest control accounts and so I kind of want to go to that year as we're in the week of door to door con and so many women and so many people are prepping for the summer. They're kind of like having big humongous goals. I kind of want to hear like Mm -hmm. what it took for you that year. That was like your biggest year. Like, and I think that you were even managing a team um, during that year that you, you hit a, it hit a thousand. Give us a little backstory on that. Yeah. Like, yes, that's the story that people that I want to know and want to hear because a lot of people, at least like, you know, here on this side, didn't get to hear that. So, um, tell us like what it was that you needed to do. Let me just give you some crazy like teasers here. Okay. I'm going to jail for soliciting. I'm getting bit by a dog. Like, <laughs> I'm leaving a state because of a hurricane. Like, everything that you can imagine that um, somebody would probably freak out about definitely happening. Yeah. And it's insane. It's insanity. But here's the thing the, the summer before is what really got me because I was, I told you, I was. I went from the first year, I'm selling 550, I'm beating everyone on the, in the whole company by the end, but nobody's really giving me credit because I'm at 550, they're at 1,000. They're like, sorry, girl, even though you sold June, like, I'm discrediting you. What? So I'm like, all right, I've got a chip in here, I'm coming back in, we're coming in hot, let's make a mark. Okay. So I'm determined the next year to sell this, my second year. I'm like, I'm going for 1,000, I don't care. I'll do whatever it takes. But I didn't realize the endurance. That's what really tripped me up. So I'm selling and I'm doing 10 every single day, but towards the end is really what tripped me up. Cause I yeah. didn't, I didn't understand how you had to, um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like, yeah. You know, totally. And if you're going to jail for soliciting, that might trip you up. So yes. You got to make up for it. Right. So yeah. 
I'm like, okay, I got to sell 15, 20 in a day, whatever it takes, which I was doing, but there was a hurricane like right towards the end. And it was so bad that I was already at 750. I knew I wasn't going to hit a thousand. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it the next year. Okay. So I knew all the steps by then I had all the secrets and I knew the endurance, like I knew the amount of endurance that really needed to take place to achieve that goal. So then the next year comes, I'm riled up. I end up going all out. I was selling like 15 a day. I sold 97 in a week at one point, Holy 330 cow. in a month at one point. Holy like, cow. I'm telling you, like I saw the rainbow and the gold at the end. And I was like, um, I was on a one track mind. I really was like not really a social life, to be honest, like yeah. super, super, super. You were just kind of like focused. Like, what did and your then, routine look? What did your routine look like that year? Oh, it, it was obsessive. It was um, wake up, get on the door, go lunch, don't take a lunch break, um, knock the whole day. If you don't hit ten that day, you knock in the nighttime. Yeah. And it was listen to. It was listening to cells. It was listening to Sal's podcast. It was working out, running four miles a day. It was, it was keep your mind busy, work hard, keep your, you know, physical busy, keep your mind busy, keep your spiritual busy, stay focused. That's exactly what the, and then it was wake up, repeat, kill, wake up, repeat, kill. (laughs) She was like, repeat, kill, repeat. You are like every manager's like dream come true. Oh, 100%. And that was the thing is nobody could, nobody could control, control me. Nobody could put me on a team. It was actually like a problem if I was on a team because they got so backed up in accounts that and then I would be like the enemy of the whole team. So I came from like the inspiration to all of a sudden the enemy. So it got to the point that I was actually, I was only on the team. People don't know this about me, but I was only on the team my first year. I really? never was on a team after that again. So like when you so did your, th- like I you really were just doing your out. own thing the rest of the time in pest control. Yeah. I was in like a small town. By and the only person even knew or every day was a technician. Wow. Like I lived around my work alone. Wow. Alone. Like, I actually would get nicknames like they would call me the ghost or the lone wolf or like just random things like that. And it didn't it even phase so you. Funny, like you didn't no, care. Like your mindset no, was already I, set on creating happiness. You want to know why I didn't it's exactly what you just said I was so set on my dreams but I was like you know what when you go through so much hell I have to tell you like you realize that one year of hell or one year of being by yourself for, or even four months really yeah is nothing like it's nothing compared to half a million dollars that you get after like, literally and people can't Like, okay, I think that people can process that, but they can't believe in themselves enough to actually process that and intertwine it with their own confidence and get the job done. That's the only difference between someone like a thousand, you know, someone like me and someone like a five-account level rep, really. No, like listening, yeah. 
And I but like, th- that's the, that's the story that I'm trying to get out into, you know, into the space with like women, like just hearing you talk about like how confident that you were in yourself mentally, emotionally yeah. to go and do something by yourself, not letting people's feedback or a negativity, like get to you. Like, what yeah. do you feel like uh, attributed to that? Like, how does a woman or how can one get the type of confidence or the type of belief that you have in yourself to be able to go and like achieve that? Like, how are you mentoring or teaching people? Like uh, how how do we help women find what you have? It's a great question. No, it's, it's so important because, okay, here's what's really happening, right? We've got an entire world that's totally ran by men, right? So either way, when a girl gets in the industry she's in, she's going to feel like she's, not on the same page or the odd one out or whatever the case is right she's just gonna feel suppressed yeah so what really really clicked for me I remember working at this call center I was selling um SEO search engine search engine optimization okay and it was right before I went out and I was selling to like the brokest smallest business owners you can find (laughs) and I was trying to talk them into spending two grand Wow. Optimization, which is an organic search. Okay. That you don't even know if it's going to work or not. And okay. So it was a hard sell, right? Like, yeah. difficult. And there's like, there was even a, an NFL player that was sitting across from me. So I have like these older men that are in the room with me, and then I'm like 18. I don't even know how I landed the job. I think my brother referred me. But anyways, <laughs> long story short, they're like completely picking on me because I have no sales background. I'm 18 years old. And I was getting so fed up. I'm like, I, I could see the fire. I knew what to do. But like, I was so intimidated by them. And they were all around me and could hear my calls that I couldn't like shake it. I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't shake my nerves. Like yeah. I was so worried about what they were saying and I knew the right thing to say, but I would like self-sabotage at that point. Wow. So I started listening to these YouTube videos like Will Smith or a bunch of other ones, Martin Luther okay. King, just like anyone I could find that just broke through that barrier and, and knew how to handle these animals, right? Yeah. So these these podcasts that I'd listen to or YouTube videos, I would listen to throughout the day obsessively. I could... I, I kid you not, I felt a fire in my like stomach that was wow. just dying to get out. Like yeah. I could feel it. It was just like, let me out, let me out, let me breathe. Let me like challenge me. I can do this, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't. Like everything in your life says no. And I'm finally just at a point where I'm watching these videos so obsessively that I think it just overweighed all my insecurities and it was just like, what do you have to lose? You're yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. You're obsessed with all this and you're annoying. You're annoying yourself <laughs> at this point. Like just go for it. Yeah. So I went for it and I started selling, I started selling these leads that nobody wanted. And I just, um, I actually left the job early and I went and did a bunch of other ones, but I think that taught me a really important lesson, which was, no matter who's in the room, no matter how you're being treated, no matter what the obstacles are, if you put the time into your success and actually like listen and take yourself seriously and 
actually serve with a purpose and have a why. And the why doesn't have, what I hate about people's whys when they ask is like, what's your five-year plan? Who knows their five-year plan? Come on. Like, are you Suli does. All these corporates. Suli <laughs> does. But you know what? Suli also knows that that five-year plan can go south real yes. quick. Yes, real quick. Exactly. So what is a five-year plan when it doesn't yeah. even ever work out? So I started, like, really being in the moment towards everything, and that really wow. changed my game. Like, I just tried to be in the moment, like, if I was driving, I was driving. If I was listening to music, I was listening to music. If I was talking to a stranger, I was, I was getting talking. to know them like I would anyone. I you know, love that. with a purpose. That, that's, okay, yeah. so some of the, the key nuggets that I've taken from you um, so far, it was basically just uh, um, deciding your happiness, like finding exactly what the, finding exactly what that uh finding exactly what that was and then getting into a space where you were just absolutely yeah. just living in the moment you were kind of just focusing on the simple fact that whatever you were doing you were just there and how many of us are just kind of like okay we're kind of paying attention to what everyone else in the room is doing what everyone else in the office is doing and you're telling me that one of your keys to success was just living in the moment and um, I absolutely moment. love that. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. Um, what I want to do... And you know what? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I just started this call center a few weeks ago, and we hired 30 people in a month. And it's been like a, a circus, like an actual circus. And it's been so interesting to listen to some of these reps because it really takes me back. It makes me realize that you know, we overcomplicate things to get in our way. Like yeah. there's so many small things that could just instantly go away if we could just control our mind and our emotions and take the time to get to know ourselves like we get to know a stranger or a random date we go on. When do you really take the time to take yourself on a date, get to know yourself, get to, mm -hmm. you know, ask yourself these questions that are super important. Yeah. Like and the reason why I bring up my reps is because I ask them these important questions. And it's very interesting to see how much they've really even dived into the topic. And you can tell because they don't really have a response, which is yeah. totally fine. A lot of yeah. them are young. But it's, it's interesting because you're like, well, you really haven't spent time on this topic. And what's interesting about it is that topic might be the most important topic to someone else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you really have to expand your horizon and really you know get to know get you. outside the box like <laughs> we put ourselves in so many boxes yeah, yeah get to know you yeah look in the mirror spend some time with yourself learn new habits like challenge your brain like why do people have to short you know why do people have to get in their own way and say it's just the way I am yeah like what do you mean it's just the way I am you came out of the womb with absolutely no behaviors and you were trained to behave a certain way it's not just the way you are it's how you were designed by by nature by, by society by you by people around you like this is exactly <laughs> me trying to explain and help women understand that like when I started seeing success in my personal life and financial life, it's when I began to learn who Suli was. Like, 
uh, alone. Like I began to fall in love, like with myself, but what I want to do just for the sake of time. Well, who is Julie? I want to know that. Who is Julie? Yes. Really tell the world who you are. Who would you say you are? She is a vulnerable, loving, authentic, powerful human being. That's who I am. And, and, uh, and what is the key to you getting the job done? It's like knowing. What makes you, ask? makes you put it to work? <laughs> it was falling in love with me. It was knowing what I was deserve, like what I deserved for me and no one else. Like how you were talking about the victim mentality and mm. the, the, that was me, the environment that I grew up with. Like it's kind of similar to yours. Like I either could have sat around and woe is me or I could have been the creator of my destination. And that's what I decided to do one day is oh. wake up and be the creator of my destination. Like no one else was going to tell me how my that's success cute. or life was going to end. Um, but what I want to do, Amy, just because the, the Zoom link that I'm on, I have to stop it and start it again because it's not my Zoom yeah. link. <laughs> but I want to, and but I, I, I want to hop back on because I want you to tell us what you're doing um, right now. So let me send you a Zoom link again. Um, we were kind of getting into some really good stuff before we got cut off. So we're definitely going to take the time to kind of. Uh, finish this call with Amy or finish this episode with Amy as I kind of want to get to um, some of the questions that some of you guys kind of want to know about Golden Door and different things like that. Uh, But before I get into that, Amy did want to make sure that we finish with a question of hers. So we'll do that and then we'll move on to mine, but we'll keep it short just because I know a lot of the things that you're wanting to know and ask, like literally if people listen to my show, (laughs) they will know all those things. (laughs) Probably have like 50 some odd episodes of Suli. So, um, but let's go, (laughs) let's go with your uh, question that we kind of cut off before we uh, interviewed someone else. Well, let me just start. We can't get enough of you. So definitely (laughs) um, keep sharing. Um, The question I did have for you though was, after you got to the point where you broke through some of those barriers, how did you feel about yourself? Oh, like, I mean, that was why I, I went through some of the things that I did and actually finding and hiring people who are experts in their um, field, such as finding a therapist, someone who specializes in, um, you know, overcoming trauma via external uh, situations or e- even childhood trauma and different things like that. And so for me to be able to kind of look inwardly and find more love and compassion um, for myself, that was definitely um, <laughs> one of my favorite breakthroughs. But what about you? What did it feel like for you to be able no, to... No, that's uh, huge. <laughs> yeah. To, um, that's to find beautiful. That. I love that. Thank yeah, you. no, that's a good question. Um, for me, I think it hit a little bit differently I mean when you come from the bottom and you come up quick it you just gotta roll with the punches and and keep moving but um I had two different feelings I had one where I was like overwhelmed there was a new target that you will my name was in the industry at that point and I couldn't stop it whether I wanted to or not so like, why did you feel like, like you had a, a target on your back? Happens, happens. It, well, it's a male-dominant industry, and, yes. um, you know, it was the face of the 
the industry at a point. So it was like, Amy Spencer, who is she? You know, what can she do for me? And it was almost like I was getting all these DMs, text messages, calls from random people wow. trying to recruit me or yeah. had an agenda towards me. So trying to filter that out and really like understand what their um, motive was, was yeah. I think what was overwhelming for me. I once feel you that. Kind of adjust, <laughs> yeah, you got to adjust. That's the yeah. key. You know, every, um, every new chapter of your life is going to require a different version of yourself and you have to step up and, and really, you know, perform and outperform the old version of yourself. So I took that seriously and I was, I was up to the plate and I was like, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to bat, I'm going to take it home. So, <laughs> and you took it all the way home. Showed up. Yeah. yeah. Showed up. So like what year was it where you, so you started at 22, did 500 your first year starting in June. What year was it that you had had uh, serviced a thousand pest control accounts? Like what year? What year did my name take off? No, yeah. Like control. <laughs> no, Amy, I'm talking about, so how many years are you in the door to door space and you hit a thousand account? What yeah, year was that? <laughs> It was 20, I was 24 at that point. So 23, I, I hit six figures and 24, 24, it was um, the thousand account year. Yeah. Holy it was my third cow. Year in. At 24 years old. So yeah. you started at 22, two years later, you get, you're still in the space and you do your first six figures. And then year three is basically when you do a thousand pest control accounts. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. freaking so cow. I came back. Yeah. So I came back and I'm like, um, don't even know what to do with myself. I'm super excited. Obviously I hit my goal that I was trying to achieve literally every day adamantly and come back to Utah and everyone knows my name to the point I'm walking through a mall and wow. someone comes up to me and they're like, are you Amy? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what have <laughs> I done? <laughs> I didn't even know this was going to happen. So that's what I meant with the target on my back. I mean, it was a Got good it. target and a bad one, but yeah. either way it was an adjustment. And I was just like overwhelmed, you know. No, I, I so definitely. There's a lot of good. Yep. There's a lot right? of good what? There's a lot of good things that come with that, but there's some horrible things that come with that too. For example, as long as you're doing good, everyone's all about it. But the second you mess up, it's like, hey, did you hear about Amy Spencer? And yes. So, you just got to get thick skin, very yeah. thick skin. How do you, uh, how do you feel like you, um, uh, how do you feel like you've dealt with that, Amy? Because I 1000% agree. Like, I feel like as us as women, as long as we're doing great and we're breaking down those barriers, like, okay, our face is out there, you know, people are talking about us, but like the second we make a mistake, it's so easy to just kind of like erase everything good that we kind of like did or accomplished like what were some things that you had been able to do um aside from tr from childhood obviously like you had to have thick skin but what would be some tips or yeah. some tools that you would suggest <laughs> for other women to be able to get some thick skin or to be able to you know kind of be yeah. confident with themselves and not worry too much about what people have to say mm. Yeah, that's a great question. I was going to tie in the childhood because obviously it prepared me, but yeah. at the same time, so did the doors. I mean, when you get rejected over and over again, you're just prepared for that anyway. So yeah. I think I always told people, no matter what the money was that I got from the door-to-door -door experience, I would do it all over again without the money because at the end of the day, what I learned is just 
the pr- you can't put a price on it. I mean, I learned so many things about myself and about what I can handle. So by the time I got my name, it was like, what's next? I can handle this. I know what to do. I mean, I know, you know, life prepared me for this. So I think wow. that was one step. But another key that I, I'm really, really good at is spicing up my life. Um, How do you spice up your that? life? <laughs> I think Destiny's Child sang that song, Spice Up Your Life. But yeah. anytime I'm down, I'm like, okay, let's be human for a minute. You don't have to make everything about work. What's fun for you? Yeah. And then, you know, for me, I love to travel. So if it's a spontaneous trip to Europe or, um, you know, an EDM show or whatever the case, yeah. like, I'm all on board. Anything to get my spirits up. And I think people definitely underestimate the power of just lifting your own spirits and, you know, acting like they're human in the right moment. I mean, everyone has the things in their life that hold them back and everyone has the moments where they don't want to get up out of bed. Yeah. That's totally normal. That's just your body telling you that it needs to rest or it needs to switch it up. And I'm really good at paying attention to my feelings. You know what I mean? Well, do you feel like that was something that you've had to like practice, like listening and paying attention to your intuition? Because I feel like sometimes for us as women, we kind of get like bogged down with, okay, people are telling us, no, you have to do this to be able to find success. Mm -hmm. How did you get good at listening to your body and to your intuition? So I told you, um, I, I retrained my brain. I got super good at routines. I isolated, but the other part, I didn't tell you the double-edged sword with that is it was almost starting to get in the way of my performance because we're not robots, right? No, we really yeah. aren't. And if you play with that line, you get like, you can almost get depressed because you're like, I know this isn't me. And I've almost trained myself to make myself believe it's me. So you have to take a step back and do some spiritual healing, if you will, where you're like, okay, what works for me? What does yeah. it, you know, really dig deep. And sometimes it will trigger some, feelings that are unresolved but that's important that's what life's about right yeah so do you feel like so you you like got into the process of like just doing deep work on yourself like internally like mentally spiritually emotionally is what it sounds (laughs) like did you go to like any courses or you just kind of like everything that you're doing Um, is just like self-taught like you just isolate you kind of just do it on your own you kind of teach yourself at home or like watch youtube Yeah, that's a good question. I tried a couple different methods. I think whatever works for, you know, everyone has different ways of coping and whatever works for you works. But for me, what really helped was just digging deep with my higher power, recognizing that some things are out of my control and some things aren't in my control. And whatever's in my control, I can definitely start with that. Um, Stepping stones is a huge key, you know, no, yeah. you can't build, you can't build Rome in one day, right? <laughs> no, you can't eat, you can't eat an elephant in one day. It's <laughs> little by little. And then eventually, you know, you end up eating the elephant, right? So yeah. just take it little by little. If, if handling something hour by hour is too much, take it minute by minute, minute, by minute. day by day, right? So yeah. whatever works for your emotions, definitely pay attention, but don't be a victim and understand have the perspective that you know the world is your oyster whatever you want out of it you can get as long as you put your mind to it and have a plan right yeah 
I love it. It just sounds like um, because of the way that you grew up and a lot of the mental toughness that you uh, grew up with and essentially had to have like while being on the doors, you kind of were able to just utilize that and become the human being that you are. And just it sounds like yeah. a lot. It, it's just similar and parallel to a lot of other people who's found success in this space. We just are one of the few people that are going to have the vec- the victim mentality. Um, and I just totally. hear it over and over again. And so it just sounds like that, that year that you just did amazing. It's just a lot of, okay, you knew what you had to do and you just kind of like went out and did it type of thing. Not really yeah. any kind of like steps or anything like that. You're just like, you knew how you knew your routine, you knew how many doors that you had to knock. You knew that you were going to be doing double digits every day. And it was just like in yeah. your mind, it was already happening. So it was, it sounds well, like you just had a lot of self-confidence. Yeah, and that's that's right. I mean, I was working on my brain chemistry. I was cutting out people that were too toxic and I couldn't handle. I was paying attention to what I put into my mind, whether it was music or my podcast or um, how I talk to myself. You know, if I need to tell myself I'm a badass a hundred times a day until I believe it, that's, you know, my responsibility. And I understood that. I didn't know that you had a podcast. Go ahead and tell our listeners like what's no, no, the name no. of your show. I mean, oh, <laughs> just I mean, listening to them. Podcast. I was, you know, intrigued by that day. Got My it. Apologize. My apologies. No, I just absolutely like love it and can't wait till we actually have like conversations um, in person. And so, okay. So for those, for those women who are wanting to oh, like lead so and, ha- <laughs> and have um, super big goals for 2023, like what is it that you want to accomplish this year? Like, what are you doing this year? Like, what do you um, like? Yeah. Like kind of what are your goals? So you're not, are you still in pest control or? Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So, so what are your goals and what are you doing? Um, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm so excited right now and so passionate. I just got off the phone with like two of my reps and we were role playing. So Aww. I am super on right now. I am building an empire call center. We have business partners throughout the U.S. I, I own a company it's called Iron Gate Partners. And so awesome. we are growing very rapidly. So so you so you run a company of like looking up so so you run a company of a lot of uh sales reps who are um running like a call center for pest control totally so basically i have the partner of all partners the elite of all elites like my business partners they're a hundred year old company and they're phenomenal like best company you could ever work with super trustworthy and They've given us like over 20,000 leads of current customers. So we just call through Holy those cow. customers. They make like a hundred bucks a sell. They're selling like five a day and they're just eating it up. I mean, Oh my gosh, Amy. I'd say That's the awesome. Only downfall that, yeah, it's awesome. The only downfall we've really run into is just getting people to answer the phone. Um, yeah. The close ratio is super, super high. So uh, everything's going really good there. Um, door to door couldn't be better we're getting ready to start in march and we have a couple partners throughout the u.s but that hundred year old company i work with has about 10 different offices that we just utilize and we just hired 30 people about 
three weeks ago. Wow. And then like, so, so what's your personal, like what, like as a business owner, kind of like, what would you love to accomplish in 2023? Oh, I just want to take what I have been given and give it, pass it down. I mean, that would just, I would be honored to share everything I've learned in this industry. I mean, I've been blessed in so many ways and I'm just so ready to bless the lives of the people that put their trust in me. They're so hungry and they're so motivated and it's, nothing makes me happier than watching them take what I've learned and finding success with, the, with yeah. ambition and dreams and success is so liberating and I love it. I cannot get enough. I absolutely like, like, I just got the chills, like hearing you say that, like a lot of the, there are definitely leaders out there who are just kind of like, you know, they just want us to go out there, kind of just do our thing. And they don't really add um, a ton Mm -hmm. of value. And then you have those leaders uh, like yourself and what you're talking about. We truly just want the people who are around us to be able to find that success, to be able to reach their goals. We know that the more human oh, beings that we can help on this planet, like, yeah, we're going to be elevating ourselves at the same time too. And there's just not enough of a giver mentality in this space. And so I love that that's kind of like your concept. And no. your goal. Oh, it's, it's what I, it's who I am. It's what I live for. I mean, I, I can't, all of my cells have built off of that foundation all of the recruits that I've built off of that foundation, my company's built on that foundation. And it's just show up with a solution, you know, show yeah, up with a why, show up with a purpose, you know, have real intentions when you're talking to someone and don't look at them as a stranger or, you know, just an object. People are human, you know, yeah. and it's no, really, I, really I important to get to know them. Amy, and how old are you something. now? You know, how old are you? Amy? I'm 29, pushing 30. Oh my gosh. You're th- started at 22 years old, like four years later, golden door before 29 years old, like starts oh, yeah. a company. Like what are you freaking going to, what aren't you going to accomplish by your 30th birthday? Like that's going to be so. I'm trying. That's my goal. <laughs> that's awesome. So I want you to just, if there are just like some, <laughs> valuable tips like what are three pieces of advice for any woman who is looking to get into the space or mm. any woman who wants to run a team or wants to lead or start a business what would be some tips or some golden nuggets that you would share with someone who's getting into the space yeah. and some actual tangible um tips or nuggets that they could be able to do yeah one don't underestimate yourself two the sky is the limit and three, the world is yours if you believe it. Um, to go in, don't underestimate yourself, meaning everyone has their, everyone has, um, their roadblocks, if you will. And whoever you're talking to also has anxiety and insecurities, just like yeah. you do. Yeah. So don't get in your own head to the point that you self-sabotage. What I see way too often with women is they... You know how you're in a group and everyone's hyping each other up? They're almost in a group whining to each other to the point that they all (laughs) whine enough that they self-sabotage each other or self-sabotage the group or the whole group sabotage. But either way, like pay attention to what you're saying to your friends, pay attention to what you're saying to yourself, but don't get involved in groups that just want to whine. I love that. If you do, eventually you'll be that person. 
and you'll end up self-sabotaging before you even see what you're capable of, right? Yeah. No, I, I love that so much. People just do not understand the the power or the influence of the circle or of the people that you're around every day. If you are going to be around someone who's going to have that victim mentality or be a negative Nancy, whether it be your parents or your siblings or your close friends, that's definitely boundaries or an environment that you're going to be having to figure out. Um, and so I love that you said that. And for any women or anyone in this space who would, you know, love to sit down with you or get like any more feedback or whatnot, like where can people reach you? Um, and if you can just share your Instagram, your Instagram handle, anyone in the pest control space, if you're looking to be taught or coached by the best, like you definitely want to uh, reach out to Amy and where can they, where can they get a hold of you? Yeah. Absolutely. Sky's the limit, you guys. Let's conquer this world. Honestly, I love you. You are great. Thank you for everything. My Instagram is Amy Spencer with two R's, or you can reach me at my website and it's in the bio too. Yes, I am super stoked. Again, for you women out there who are looking to get into the door-to-door space or those of you who are in pest control, uh, Amy at freaking only 22 years old, uh, coming in with just that kind of mindset that it was basically this was something that she was going to do. If you're looking to find success, come in with that type of attitude and come in with the attitude of being able to um, solve problems. The more problems that we can solve in the space, the more value we become. So I'm super grateful for more of you women to be able to come and join the space. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. If I've added any kind of value to your thoughts on knocking doors, please share this podcast with another female rep. Until next time, know that you are capable, you are valued, and most importantly, you are enough. Thank you.